two, one, go. Good morning, evening, or afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Whatever time of day you might be joining us. Tonight is the is September 9th, also known as the greatest day of the year, as it is the opening night in the NFL. And we are joined today by Evan, Jaron, and new uh, new joiner, new person to join us, Jared Mincy. And we're just going to hear, talk about a little bit of what's going on, preview some of the games. And Mince is a big Cowboys fan. I wanted to have him on for the Cowboys episode, but no better point to have him on before the first game and get his thoughts on it. So with that, I think we can open up. And Mince, if you have any opening thoughts before we can preview this game specifically about the Cowboys that you want to touch on, that's where we can start off. Uh, go Dak. That's all I'm going to say is go Dak because he's go. the lifeline. He's the lifeline of the season right now. And I think that was shown last year for sure by how much of a drop off that team was when he was out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, I mean, between even you saw it like the wide receivers all got affected, obviously, with losing the quarterback. But a big person is I think Zeke really fell off without Dak because teams are loading the box. Man, he got paid. Thing about Zeke to me, like I don't I don't understand about Zeke is that he got all that money at the time being the highest paid running back. And then the next year you have a shit year. You know what I mean? Like fumbling really was a big thing for him last year. Yeah, and uh, you know, and um, you know, I think going through the off season, being and uh, being that he wasn't in camp and all that stuff, he did, he did show up overweight. I don't think he was really like working out that much. And then mm-hmm. when he finally came back in, it's like, yo, you got your money, but like, where's your where's your stats at? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then Dak, then Dak getting hurt, it's just you know, it just took the air right out of the balloon, you know. Uh-huh. And that was their, I mean, I've been saying it, I've been banging the drums on the podcast for a while about it, that that was their division to win. And it oh, no was question. shitty. it's been a shitty division for a while. And I think nope. it's theirs for the taking this year, but they open it up with a tough matchup. And there's nothing really more that you can say. They This first time in NFL history, Tampa Bay has returned 22, uh, Super Bowl yeah. champion has returned 22 starters. And they're definitely in for a rough one for the first night, but Bro. I mean, Evan or Jaron, you guys got any thoughts about this game that really stick out, out to you guys to begin with? Uh, I think, uh, yeah, Evan, you, you go, yeah. Jaren, you go. Okay. Um, uh, with me, look, I'm going to be honest. I got money on the Cowboys tonight. Um, I think the point spreads too much to be given a team that's, you know, getting their heavy hitter, AKA Dak, because with, with Dak, when Dak goes, the Cowboys go, period. It's, you know, I thought it was Zeke for the longest times, but, you know, like Mincy said, he got paid and the production didn't come with the with the paycheck. So, um, but I know if, if Dak's able to be in there, be healthy, be able to let it fly, because their receiver, their receiving core is different. It really is. It really, really is a good receiving core. Like, no one talks about Amari. It's all CD now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I agree. Like, what happened? What happened to Amari? Did Amari have? Did something happen to him that nobody knows about? That no one's talking about him no more? I mean, crispy, crispy routes. You know, uh, security blanket for Dak. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't see how he has any drop off. I think he's gonna have a great year again, just because you know he gets his quarterback back. I think, uh, I think someone else, Michael Gallup, is gonna eat. 
because yeah. I feel like Gallup eats every time Dak's in the lineup. He always looks yeah. at least two, three times down the field. Um, and with that, with that opening up, you know, the passing and downfield threat, that opens everything up for Zeke in the box. So right. they should be flowing. They should be flowing today. Everyone's back. Everyone's healthy. Dak is back. I'm, I'm trying to see, you know, the Cowboys put up some points tonight, man. I got I got to agree with Jared here. Like I don't think the Cowboys will win, but that spread's way too big because like they're just gonna have an emotional energy like back now that like Andy Dalton isn't their quarterback anymore, and it's a dude they gave all the money to. And right. people forget like the Cowboys' entire offensive line was hurt last year. Tyron right. Smith is gone. Lyle Collins is gone. Those two guys are back, and I know like Zach Collins, not Zach Collins, uh, Zach, Zach Martin. Martin. Zach Martin's awesome. Yeah, he, he's yep. awesome, but uh, he's missing today, but. He has COVID, I, I think, right? Have, have Isn't you, it something COVID-related? Yeah, I think he's either closure or he's tested positive. Yeah. Okay, so he, he's a, yeah. I think he's going to be out tonight. Yeah, so no, he is. your two tackles back against uh, the box. They got Shaq there and uh, JPP out there. That's going to be a huge addition for them. And then you look at the defense. I don't think the Cowboys do think it's enough credit. Like, they're not a good defense by right. any means, but they started to gel with the second half last year. They, like, don't get me wrong. That first half of the year, they might have been one of the worst defenses we've ever seen, but I'm pretty sure they finished like like 20th-ish for defense, which speaks to how the team came around because you go from the worst defense of all time and you finish in the low 20s. Yeah. That, that, that means you were doing something right. So right. if the defense can continue the momentum from last year, Dan Quinn, you hope he knows what he's doing more than I think it was Mike Nolan last year. I think they keep it close. I think it's closer to like a touchdown, three-point game, but at the end, like, you know, it's Brady. There's going to be juice in that building because, uh, you know, I'm sure there's ring ceremony tonight or something like that. But, yeah, no, people think that the Cowboys are going to get blown out tonight. Uh, I don't know what to think. If they had the team from last year, they would. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this isn't that team. So It, it, I, it, I, it isn't that team, yeah. And I was That's... struggling with earlier on today, I was going to take the Cowboys. I had already taken the Bucks minus two and a half. I was thinking about taking the Cowboys plus 14 and a half, moving the line a little more in my favor. But – I was talking to Chewy about it, and he, and he scared me away. Like that's where I'm were, at. The, the twenty two, yeah, the twenty two returning starters. He's saying, yeah, he bro, saying you can't compete with that, that. It's tough, and I mean, the Dallas, albeit they do have some gelling. I mean, they've all played together offensively before, for the most part. They don't have any big new additions coming in, like offensively. But I mean, I think they did get better. I know Evan touched on it uh, a couple times and brought a little light to my eyes when he's mentioned their defense did get better and they added some under the radar, nice signings that I think could be impactful for them and make them a more respected defense. Cause I think with this offense, that's all you really need is something like they can score with any offense in the league. No doubt in my mind, it's just going to be, if you can stop um, a couple times a game or when you need to, that's what the defense needs to be. Them, I sure. I I agree too. Now, how many of those twenty-two starters came back that are Pro Bowlers? You got to think about that too. Yeah, you know, you you got you you got Brady, you got you got Mike Evans, you you got a lot of people that are coming back that you know really made noise early on in their and, careers and later on in their careers. Obviously, Brady's still making noise, been Godfather of football right now. So, yeah, you know, and I, I mean, off that JPP, they've done a lot with guys on second legs. You know, Antonio Brown, I I know the hitman who we had on a oh, couple man. times that he's big on him this year. I think nobody I think gives forgetting, him enough credit. I think AB being back in football for a year, he was the best football, uh, wide receiver for a two, three year run. I don't think there's anything that 
to really change where he can't be that again yet. Right. I don't think he, age is caught up to him. I think, I think it's just a little off the field antics and just being out of football, you lose a step a little bit, you know, right. more so than anything else with AB at least. Right. Um, I mean, one thing I'm looking for in this game is Micah Parsons. I'm a big Penn State fan. I want to see how he fares. Yo, he's gonna be a savage on defense. Yo, I, 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 I think I think I think his first year, you know, great guy, Sean, you know, what uh, was it? Sean Lee. Sean Lee, yeah. Great guy, you know what I'm saying? Tough as nails. Wasn't he also a Penn State guy too? Yep, yep. Yeah, he just you know, couldn't stay healthy in the NFL. He, whatsoever. Yeah, man. But 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 for, for us to get Micah Parsons is like I you know, all respect to Sean Lee, but you know, he's gonna he's gonna fill his shoes and more. Um, yeah. guy can cover it, guy can tackle, he sniffs the ball out like and he's a hell of a pass rusher, which I think they might actually use him. I think that's the best spot in is that stand up rush uh linebacker kind of position. If they yeah. use him in that, because he did that come hi- out of college as a DN, a high school that, as a DN. That hybrid like like Khalil Mack, that hybrid mm-hmm. that Khalil that, Mack, Devon Millers of the world. I think he, right. I was saying that there is that the position he plays. I think that's the position they're going to deploy him in. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. They didn't. They they use them all like kind of as a pass rusher. They used them as as middle linebacker at Penn State, but he was more of a pass rusher than he was a cover back and a run. He can play. I think he he can can cover though. I think he could play any any part of that that linebacking. Uh, he can play outside. He can play middle. He can play. He can play anything. To be honest, Mm -hmm. he's that athletic. He's that athletic. And I think that's. I think he's in for an interesting. Go ahead, um, I think he's in for an inter- interesting night tonight because he's playing against Brady, who, you know, he's been in the NFL 25-something years. And if anyone's going to know how to mess with the mind of a, a rookie, rookie linebacker, it's going to be Tom yeah. Brady. Yeah. 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 That's a big, absolutely. That's a good point. 100%. 100%. 100%. That's, um, another, that's another thing, too. I like the Bucks receiving core, man. They don't get enough credit, too. Mikey, Godwin, and A.B. It's crazy that A.B. <laughs> plays the three. You forget about my boy Miller too, man. Like Scotty, a Beasley. Yeah. Oh, like Scotty a Cole Beasley. He's yeah. fast as could be too. He's a he's a speed demon. Yeah, he's 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 uh. I think he's I think he's really 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 underrated. He's a couple games I, where they we they he won for him low key. If yeah, you really pull back the tape, Spring Bay, yeah, for sure that one sticks out for sure. But mm-hmm. I think if you guys can do any any other teams come to mind when challenging these two teams for the best wideout core. Nah, you got to go with the Chiefs. You got to go with the Chiefs. Chiefs, um, I mean, I think a, the Chiefs it's a heavy is, it's a heavy drop off after Tyreek at the wideout position. I especially feel like. with Watkins gone but, in Baltimore. But if you factor in Kelsey into that, then yes, of yeah, course. Then, yeah, then, 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 then pass catchers, I would give it to him. Yeah, but I I can't. Who's the Who's the two over? I think I think, Nicole I think I think I think so. yeah, and no. I, and 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 is it uh Pringle? I think I think I think Kansas City's really they're off uh their receiving core is really underrated, bro. Really, really underrated. I mean you're if Juju's on this podcast, he'd be agreeing or on the show right now, he'd be agreeing with you left and right. He's a huge McCall Hardman fan. Yeah, probably yeah, yeah, man. Probably just because Kelsey gets force fed. He gets force fed a lot of a lot of targets. So I mean it's hard for the receivers outside of Tyreek to get love but i mean i know pat can get it to anybody so it's not like you know it just depends on who's open and if he sees you yeah yeah i totally agree don't, too 
Don't sleep on the Rams receivers because you know everyone knows they got Woods and Cup. We're both good players. Deshaun like Jackson that... has some juice in those legs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that could be fun. But like they, they don't, they don't sniff those other two teams. Bro. Yeah, yeah. I don't think who, who do they draft again? They, I, it's Atwell. It was that the guy they drafted? Juju, yeah. You got it. You got it. I know yeah. they got a cup. Them, the Cardinals, or them and the Seahawks both. The Seahawks got Eskridge. Those are both speed demons, young guys, late flyer wide receivers. That I mean, the only reason I know about it is because dynasty football, uh, fantasy football. But those are like, those are two. Hot, well, at least uh, those. I think the Seattle's wide receiver core, the one two punches up there too for sure. But let's just stay away from going everywhere else and try and get back to this game a little bit. Do you guys think so? I think Jaron and Minsky kind of said they're gonna they see it in a lower scoring game. If you guys want to go and give us a prediction or of some sort of what you think is gonna happen, kind of tonight um, at least. Hey, I'm going third, and I'm a Cowboy fan, and I'm gonna say this right now, and I'm gonna use this first game as a uh, as a barometer, as a, fract- as a pre- yeah, exactly to to scale out how we're gonna do in the season. I'm just gonna. I'm really just focusing on how Dak's gonna come back out. Are they gonna let him really throw the ball all game? I want to see how Zeke's gonna do, and I want to see how our defense's gonna do. But I don't think we have enough to really compete with the Bucks. I'm going 34-21 Bucks. 34-21. I like that. I actually, I like, like that. that score. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, I mean, I'm gonna predict. Just because, you know, I'm big into manifestation and stuff. So I feel like I'm going to predict something that, you know, helps me or my outcome. Uh, I got a teaser too. Cowboys plus 15 and a half and then the over 45 and a half, I think it is. Mm. Mm. And so I'm going to rock with that. And I'm going to go. I'm going to go Cowboys 28, 27. Mm. Okay. Tight game. That's different. I mean, I. I it won't be surprising me. We've seen at least some Brady duds at times, but I think I think he's rejuvenized for at least me. I think I think kind of similar to what Mintz was saying, 34-21. I think it's gonna get away early, and I think the Cowboys pull it a little closer late. But I think Brady with that offense and returning everyone, I think it's too well oiled. And I think their yeah, defense man. is just the difference in this game and their defense won them the Super Bowl kind of last year, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Then and they're still coming back in the and Dallas's defense is not anywhere near them. Man, Jared, you stole my I was gonna take I was gonna take Dallas and so I was the only one here that take Dallas. Oh bro. You know, oh yeah. I think I think they're gonna be juiced up. You know, like Dak's their leader. Like everyone loves him on that team. He's their guy and like Mike McCarthy's on the hot seat. So he's gonna have come like, you know, he's gonna have the guys ready to go, even though like They'll probably smash like a watermelon or cantaloupe, some shit like that, you know, big game energy. And uh, I feel like historically Brady, he starts a little bit slow. Like he'll, he'll go for the first like month of season, like two or two and two, something like that. And, you know, he has a weird stat about, about playing in really warm weather. And I, I can't imagine you're seeing fall like weather. And so I'm going to go uh, 31, uh, 27 Cowboys. Nice. Oh, that's not. That's a good. That's a good. I like that. I like that too. I like nice. that too. I, like I mean, too. we also know what it's going to come down to, man. If at the end of the game, if it's a close game, can Dallas keep the ball out of Tom Brady's hands? 
Can they run yeah. the clock out? Can they? Can they? Or if they do get if they do get him the ball, you have to give him no time. Like, and I'm talking like 15 seconds and under. He has to get the ball. Anything more than that is is, is too too much. Can Can we just take a look at the? Uh, can we talk about the coaching? I think it's gonna go to. It's gonna be a coach's game today. I think uh, um, Mike McCarthy, like you said, he's gonna be. He's in the hot seat. Um, you know, he stayed, he was at what, out of football for what, a year or two before last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, and then you, and then you got a, and then you got a stout coach like Bruce Arians and, and, you know, he, you know what he brings to the table. So I think um, if, if, if McCarthy can, can stay balanced, give Zeke the ball, make sure Dak stays aggressive, I think we'll be okay. Um, but then, you know, that all depends on, you know, how, how that plays out. That's a great point, man. McCarthy. Uh, McCarthy, bro. He, he's on the hot seat. It's either produce or he's out of there, I think, this year. He doesn't have a so job. If, if they don't have a winning season or at least – I think expectations for you guys are the division, bare minimum. Got to win the division. It has to be. And, yeah. I mean, because to be honest, with what you have, you guys could make a deep run. If everything falls into place the right way, you guys can – We should win the division every year. We should right. win the division every year. Right. So, I mean, bare minimum expectations for you guys. If you guys don't make – if you guys don't win the division, I feel like Mike McCarthy's out of there. Yeah. I, I agree. All right. I well, agree. since it is our Thursday episode, for the most part, we are going to be transitioning into – the rest of the games on the slate, for the most part, we're going to leave some of the non-important ones out. But I guess the best way to do it for today is I'll go first. We can all pick a game that stands out to us, and we'll just roundtable it off off of that. I guess the first game I kind of want to go to, which is intriguing in my eyes, is New Orleans and Green Bay. I think that's going to be one of the better games this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I'm very curious to see which Jameis Winston we get because – I mean, there is only – we've only really seen one Jameis in the NFL. It's big play, you know, go or whatever. I, if, they, if he can dial it back and kind of facilitate the – and, like, play a lesser role and be Robin until he has to be Batman, I remember he made that – that's what uh, Drew Brees told him. With, like, let the talent and the game plan around you work. I think mm-hmm. they can give Green Bay a little bit more run for their money. The line on that is plus three and a half. Uh, for the Saints uh, who are home, but they are playing in, I believe, Jacksonville. So if you guys have any thoughts on that game, go right ahead. Uh, well, no uh, one's home, right? Since it's at a not, neutral spot? Te- technically, no one's home, but the Saints will be the home team. And they did look into it out of the three Florida places. Jacksonville was the hardest and most, most expensive for Green Bay fans to travel to. So they, that's why they chose Jacksonville. Oh, okay. All right. So there was thought put into that location. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Um. I mean, to be honest, you always wanna you always wanna play week one. I mean, I'm sure just as a player, you always wanna play week one. You know, at home. Um. You know, in front of the fans, especially after last season and you know COVID protocols and stuff. There's a there's a lot that goes into the energy that, you know, people bring, you know, the fans and everything like that. It could change a game. And last year it, it was it was hard to see that happen because of the lack of, you know, fans in the building or whatever the case may be. Um, now that stuff's a little bit more open. Um, I think that, you know, 
it, it'll definitely get a chance to play play a part in that. After you even told me, I didn't know that that was a thing. But if if it's that hard for Green Bay fans to get out there, I know Green Bay fans ride for the for you know for the Packers. So if it's hard for them to get out there, I, I feel like that plays a role in it. And I mean, I like. I like the Saints, but I can't go against Aaron Rodgers, man. I, I just yeah. can't. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, I, for me, this week, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Cowboys-Bucks is going to be the game for me. But uh, the second one after that I probably look at is the Steelers-Bills game. Yep. Um, I yep. like Mike Tomlin as a coach. I think he's I think he's a Hall of Fame coach. I think he's uh, – I think his name is right up there with uh, I wouldn't say with Bill Belichick, but it's pretty damn close. But and and you got Josh Allen coming off an MVP year, had a great year. They got a great. That's another receiving core that I think is underrated too. You got a you got Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, and they had a pretty good defense last year. Um, you know, I think that's going to be another game to look at to really see like how the MVP is going to come back and see where the Steelers line up because you know the Steelers, you never can count them out regardless of injuries, what may happen around, you know, and on the team. But, you know, I like that. I like that game this week. Before we go on that, Evan, I think, do you have anything to say about Green Bay and New Orleans? I think if this game is like week seven or eight, I might actually lean New Orleans because you got a Michael Thomas coming back. I've always been a guy – I've been always recently like an anti-Drew Brees guy. I think he kind of held him back the last couple of years because – he couldn't stretch the field. He was old. Like, the arm didn't work anymore. Yeah. And you could only do so much. You can only throw the ball 10, 15 da- yards down the field. Right. Well, I think Jameis is going to bring a totally new angle to that offense where they can actually hit that deep ball. You saw him hit uh, Marquez Callaway a couple times deep in that preseason game. And right. he's really motivated. He thinks he thinks he's a starting quarterback in this season. And you know what? You ignore the turnovers. Like, there's a lot of things that point to him uh, being that. And I think Sean Payton can – you know, dial back the turnovers, but the Packers defense is a little underrated, I think. You know, you got Jair Alexander out there who's a monster. Yep. You got a, yeah. a couple other good players, a good D line, yeah. you got Darius Smith. And uh I think losing the home field advantage is big because you know it's basically like there's gonna be more Saints fans, but it's a really neutral site game and Aaron Rodgers is gonna, you know, every he's always plays better when upset. Right. He's, yeah, he's, he's, got... he's gonna play better when he's upset. And, and if there's I anyone, think, who, I think they wind up winning. I think right. if there's anyone in the NFL who has the best advantage when being in a neutral site is probably Aaron Rodgers. He is king of manipulating uh, free plays and all the time. So I think the advantage is even more when he gets that advantage of not having to go on a away game. I, and I mean, it's still, and he's still in the argument for the best arm in football, man. When you combine, right. when you combine, you know, precision with. You know the ability to throw the deep ball, the on-the-run throws. Like he, he, his arm does it all. Right. Everyone, to, everyone talks about Mahomes, and you know, I, I get it. Mahomes is crazy, but at the same time, man, Aaron Rodgers was do- making those throws before Mahomes is in the league. It, I, I, hundred percent agree for sure. I think that, uh, I think Aaron Rodgers has a lot to prove this year. Well, I don't think he has a lot to prove for himself, but you know, for everybody else out there that you know thought that you know he wasn't gonna come back and stuff like that, and how much they really need him in the organization. So, you know, I, I got Green Bay winning this this game, honestly. Yeah, I got Green Bay, and the, the spread is minus three and a half, which is kind of fucks you if it's a close game. I, I, I want to give it to I want to give it to the Saints too because I like Sean Payton, but you know, Jameis, man, I, I sometimes you can't trust him with the ball, man. He's trigger happy. He scares the hell out of me sometimes. 
I think yeah. I lean. I think I go back to what Evan said, where I lean. If this game is later on in the year, I think I lean more New Orleans. But right. the fact that it's Week One, new quarterback yeah. in a new system. I know he's was there right. last year, but it, it's it's and, still his first actual start for real and all that. Shit. And and Green Bay didn't really lose that much, you know. Drew right. Brees, oh, yeah. you took a serious hit. You know, yeah. Sean mm-hmm. Sean Payton cannot call the same plays that he used to when for for Jameis. Yeah. And you got you got Aaron Rodgers with uh you know Devontae Adams, and you got you got Adam Jones in the backfield, and you got and I forgot there's other receiver that he has over there, and he just got Cobb back. Yeah, he just yeah he got a veteran Cobb back. Played with Aaron Rodgers, knows the system, loves Green Bay. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Sean and and Jameis have to overcome as well as you know. Obviously, you got to give Kamara the ball. Um, mm-hmm. And I, you know, I got to see. I got to see how New Orleans defense holds up against Aaron Rodgers. If they can and, have, if if they can hold up against Aaron Rodgers and keep it a a a, a, decent, a minimum score by halftime, they might have a chance. As long yeah. as Jameis doesn't do some wild with the, I mean, with the football. I mean, one thing you have to you have to look at too is like I've watched a lot of Jameis Winston, um, especially as of recently over the years, especially because one of my uh, my ex roommates he's a he's a Buccaneers fan. He watched every game like religiously, every minute of every game. So I ended up watching them a lot at, over these past few years. And something that you can't you, you don't get to see because it won't be on the paper is. One thing with Jameis is, yeah, you know, he, he throws a lot of picks, but not all those picks are warranted. Sometimes right. he's trying to fit it in a tight window and, you know, or he might slightly overthrow a guy. It, it hits them in the hands, pops right. up, and it's just, you know, tip drill at that point. Right. Um, so, and- I mean, you can't take all of those away. And at the same time, if you actually look at his numbers on the Buccaneers as their quarterback, he's he's had some high octane offenses. And yeah. been the leader of high octane offenses, so I don't think it's a huge drop off in terms of production when you need, you know, to move the ball. Because I don't think Jameis lacks moving the ball. I don't think he, you know, it's impossible for him to move the ball. I just right. think that the decision making drop off is where you know people, you know, think that it's it's a it's a fall off for them because Drew Brees is one of the best decision makers with the you know with the ball in his hands, and then you go to Jameis who's kind of wild but still a baller he still right. wants to win you know it's right. not like he doesn't want to win he's just sometimes doing too much but well, let's let's go back to the what the game Mintz was talking about the buffalo and the steelers game uh evan you want to start on that to give your thoughts yeah that's gonna be a really interesting game you're gonna learn a lot about both teams like Mintz was saying like the bucks had a not the bucks the bills had a great year last year but how much of what Josh Allen did last year is sustainable? Because if it weren't for uh, if it weren't for Rogers, like Josh Allen's the MVP, and he just took such a huge step. I kind of wonder if he can do that again. Like, is it just who he is now, or like you know, right. like, the NFL like not study up for the new, more accurate Josh Allen? And then right. you look at the uh, the Steelers over there. I feel like we've heard Ben is done for the last like three years, and by all accounts, like he has been pretty bad. But he showed up more in shape, and then this offense apparently is going to throw the ball down the field a little more. And, like, we saw during some other games that, like, he still has that in him. I don't know if he can do it like he was doing back in, like, 2012. But uh-huh. another team, like, they got weapons. They got Claypool. They got – I guess Juju's still a decent player as much as people like to make fun of him. 
And they got uh, yeah. Deontay Johnson, who's a great ball player. Like, if he can get over the drops. They still got oh, James Conner, I think, too. Deep. No, Conner's out in Arizona. No, no, he's in Arizona. Oh, they, now. Like, they left yeah, him? They got, okay. they got Najee. Okay. Oh, yes. So, you, I mean, who you I'm, still – you replaced him. Yeah, yeah, but their like line has their line has fallen off. That's the thing with me that yeah. their line has taken. I think Buffalo. I'm expecting a similar Buffalo. I'm expect, expecting them even to get that next step. They did. They who did? Did the Chiefs play them in the uh, championship? Yeah, they, uh, they did. Yes, they did. Low scoring game. Yeah, yeah very low yeah. scoring. I mean, the next step is to get past the Chiefs, but I don't know if they're ready yet. But I think they do have the more complete roster i guess i mean Diggs. i think Diggs is just as good as hill they're they're less at the tight end position i think they're a little deeper at running back right. their defense i would give the slight edge to buffalo but i mean that's the next step for them this game is buffalo minus six and a half which is right under a key number so i mean Ooh. don't sleep on the steelers on a mike tomlin defense though either mm-hmm. man they yeah. they 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 perform year in it's uh they've been one of my one of my go-to defenses in fantasy uh for years in terms of just consistency um if 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 you need a team that's not you know for the most part that's not going to give up cuz a majority of my leagues once you give up like 28 points you get 0 points on defense yes yeah, right and uh and in when it comes to when it comes to that man i you know the steelers d they don't they don't give up that many points like ever I mean, yeah. it's, just for them, for me, they were they were such such fraudulent eleven and zero last year. But at the same time, Mike Tomlin consistently gets these guys competitive Ready. every year, and they're almost always in the playoffs. I, I know they weren't, they haven't been really. They, they, they made last it to year. the playoffs with Rudolph, right? They, were they in the playoffs last year? Oh yeah, they played. They got waxed by the Browns, but they were like a. They they fell off. Like we all knew they were dying out. Right. But but they. I just, I don't think Big Ben. I think I think Big Ben's done. I think he's been done for a while. I'm gonna go Buffalo right. minus six and a half for me at least. I'm gonna take the Jeez. Bills. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking. I'm taking. I agree with Ryan. I'm taking. I'm taking Bills too. Buffalo. I think by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm oh well I'm not taking I'm not taking them by a touchdown. I think Buffalo probably beat them at least by two scores. You think that, that I, 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 I really do, bro. I really do. I really do. If because if you really look at the numbers from Josh Allen, right, since he's came in the league, he's really taken a stride like forward each and every year. He went one MVP, you have Stefan Diggs. You got, you know, you got the you got the you got Buffalo, the city of Buffalo behind you. I don't know if they're playing, are they home? Buffalo is home. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got, I got Buffalo winning by two scores, man. I got him. I got him winning plus fifteen, minus. You got him winning by fifteen, uh, fourteen or more. Well, I mean, fourteen. Oh. Yeah, fourteen or more. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna bet this game. I'll probably just eat it and like make my pick and not put any money on it. So mm-hmm. don't take what I'm saying too seriously. But uh, I feel like the Steelers and the Ravens, those are two teams we've never seen get blown out. Yeah. Right, and I think. You all these things you got about Tomlin is true. He always has that team ready to show up and play. They're always mm-hmm. gonna be well coached, and for that reason, like I think they still lose, but I think it's a four point game. Like even the Browns playoff game when it looked horrible, like that team didn't give up. That team right. fought back. And it's like one or two things went the other way. Like I think they punted the ball on like a fourth and three from the fifty, whereas like well, I guess that it kind of is on Tomlin, but like <laughs> if that went a different way. Like 
they're right back in that game. That's a team that fights. I really don't see them. I don't see them going down like that. Uh, I think it's going to be like a three or four point game. And I don't have the stats in front of me, obviously, but like there's some really interesting stats about uh, Josh Allen in front of Bills fans. And uh, if you judge by those numbers, he gets a little uh, a little rattled when he's at home and has uh, has a crowd behind his back. I don't know if it's just because, like, you know, he's a, he's a young, like a first and second year quarterback when he had those numbers, but he's got some weird, weird uh, home road splits that you wouldn't expect from, uh, from an NFL player. Well, mm. also, also think about where he came from. Um, I'm almost positive he went to school Wyoming. Is this? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, how many fans do you? Re- how many fans can they really have at like a? How Wyoming many people game? are in Wyoming? Right. Right. That's what I'm that's saying. The, that's like, the initial like, question. Like, no offense going, to our Wyoming listeners. No, no offense to anyone in Wyoming, but there is a difference in New York and Wyoming. Hundred percent. Like, yeah. period. And from every I, every aspect you look at, media, sports, everything, bro. Everything is bigger just over over in you know the the northeast or metropolitan area. And it's and with Buffalo, at least they are probably one of the most fas- uh, passionate fan bases in, right. in the NFL. Yeah. If you think about it, but I I yeah they they're fa- they're playing in front of their home team is definitely something he's never done before. But I mean they are behind you, so it is weird. Like Evan said, uh, yeah, def- definitely definitely weird. And I want to I want to look into that further because I didn't know that his his road home split was. You know something opposite of what you would think it is, right? You know? Yeah, especially especially considering that's supposed to be you know your your home your is supposed to be higher, yeah, yeah. Yeah, your safety blanket, like you can always lean on them and like they're gonna have your back. But that's just a, again, that's you know that's probably an inner demon he's got to work on just because, you know, it's probably pressure. Like he wants to produce, he wants to perform, and you know he knows that if he doesn't perform. The, the media is the media is scary, very savage, like out here. Right, and they're just waiting for somebody to mess up. Mind if I got uh, I take the next game here because I'm almost at my yeah. destination and I want to yeah. get cut off here. Yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah, so I was, gonna, I was gonna take I was gonna take the easy one and go uh, Chiefs uh, Kansas City. I mean Chiefs uh, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. But uh, one game that really stuck out to me was the uh, I think the Colts Seahawks game. A really interesting game with a lot of storylines going around. Like first, Carson Wentz came up a bad year last year. Entirely new team, entirely new city. Back with his old coach, and like, who knows? Maybe they can get some life out of him. Like, is he playing? He did do that. Nah, he's not. Yeah, he's, he's playing. Out. No, oh, he, he is. He's playing. Yeah, that's, that's why I was wondering. I was wondering. I was oh, wondering wow. why why he why they're plus one and a half. I couldn't figure it out, and I was wondering if I should start. I thought he was out eight weeks. I know I, it, it was a weird it was a weird time frame. I think it was like four to twelve weeks. It was the time oh, frame they said. Okay, okay, and okay. it was something crazy like that. And okay. him and Quentin Nelson actually had the same injury in the same weird timetable. Like, like how is that so vague? Like that timetable, right. but they both seem to be able to get back. I think if if once is playing, I assume Nelson is playing because Nelson was very adamant that he's playing. So that makes right. a lot more yeah. sense. I didn't know that, Evan. Thank you. Yeah, that is a good point. I didn't know that either. And also, and I mean, also I mean, Evan, did you have any Evan, did you have about Seattle, about Seattle or do you want to make a pick for that game? I don't know if he's still with I don't us. Know if he's still with us. Um, um, but but I think Seattle is 
with Wilson, I mean, he's kind of like a quieter version of Rodgers this offseason, the, the way their things played out, and he kind of settled back in to being in Seattle. But they've fallen off from where they were, and their defense is not the catalyst. It's let Russ cook for the most part. Right. And they're in the, such a tough division. I mean, I, I still think they win that game. It's, it's Indianapolis at home plus one and a half. Um, I got Seattle in a very close game because Seattle doesn't win blowouts anymore and they don't cover big spreads. They're always in dog fights. Yo, yeah. did, you, did you guys know that uh, um, the Colts haven't won a week one game in seven years? No, they oh. sound like the goddamn Giants. Because <laughs> so, play you every year. Yeah, yeah you play <laughs> you. That's why you guys start off 1-0 and every year. Right. Thank God we didn't do it this year. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that though. Seven years—that's a long time, bro. Yeah, they got a they got a little stretch going where week one isn't too pleasant to them. Jeez. I mean, I I see big things from Indy this year. To be honest with you, I think I, they, I, think, I think so. I think so too, man. I, you know, I thought you know when they got Rivers, I was like, all right, well, they're just trying to hang on until they can get somebody else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think I think I think Carson Wentz is not a bad pickup, man. You know, he's still young. You know, he's, he's, he's injured. He's injury prone, but you know what? I, I give him credit. The guy comes to work every day. You know, you don't hear much about him, you know, in terms of being a distraction and all that. Um some point. You know, I mean, it depends. It depends on who you ask. But right, right. But I think that like off what you said, I think he's back in the system uh with the coach and he is a young guy. And we did see in this yeah, Frank Wright system, we saw him put up MVP numbers. He was clearly gonna be uh MVP if right. he didn't get hurt at that point. Right. And Evan is now back with us to finish talking about the Indianapolis Colts and Seattle game. I mean, Jay, you can go on your points while you get situated. Um well one thing one thing that that I that I that I look at too also is um with with that game is it's gonna be one thing I'm obviously gonna look at for sure is gonna be uh Jamal Adams. Um yeah. Jamal Adams is is a headache, man. I he, you know I miss him to death, you know, and he's he's honestly just a headache in the box for anyone. Right. Um. So I want to see, I want to see what he can do against you know an offensive line which is one of the better offensive lines in football, and they're returning back four starters. Right. So. I mean, so the offensive line is in pretty good shape right now, and I want to see if Jamal Adams can still get through whatever gaps they leave and get to the quarterback, uh, at least for Seattle's defense, because their defense wasn't that great. Right. So, I mean, I'm sure they're going to give up points, but, again, when you got, you know, a wild card like Jamal just running around crazy, he can make a play, cause a fumble, get a couple sacks, it, you know, a, a pick. It's just a lot of things, you know, that could that he can change the game with. Mm-hmm. But offensive line having, you know, four guys who played with each other all coming back, that that's got to be good for for Carson because I feel like offensive line was always an issue with Philly, like always, mm-hmm. always, always, always an issue. Well, let yeah. me get your three picks and then we'll move on to the Jets game. All right, uh, I'm gonna go. Sorry, I I didn't fall off the road. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> I was up, hoping. Like, 
it picked up another Bluetooth and it like disappeared. So uh, okay, good. I was like, I was wondering earlier on before the show. I knew you were gonna be driving. Like, what if he gets an exit? What do I do? Do I keep going? Nah, do I nah, stop? Okay, thank God. Uh, yeah, the show goes on. I think <laughs> I'm gonna pick Seattle. I know it kind of feels like a sucker line that they really want to pick Seattle, but the Colts have been real fractured. This uh, you know, training camp because uh, you know, Carson Wentz basically missed it all. Quentin Nelson missed a lot of it, and they dealt with a lot of other COVID stuff. So I think it's going to take them a little while to get going. And Seattle, Seattle's the same thing every year. They got they always return a lot of starters. It's always Russ and the boys that back there. I think they're going to come out ready to go, and the Colts are going to struggle for at least the first couple of weeks. So I'm yes. going to take the Colts. Like it. I mean, Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks. Seahawks. Excuse me. Seahawks. Uh, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm taking. I'm taking. Uh, I'm taking uh, I'm taking the Seahawks on this one. Um, I gotta I need to see more from Indianapolis, and I just haven't seen that from especially going back to last season. Um, I mean they've made strides to you know obviously get their offense a little bit better. You know, getting rid of Philip Rivers and all that, and you know you got T. Y. Hilton still there. Um, he's hurt but, though. He's not yeah, playing. Yeah, he's not playing. Bit. He's not playing. Yeah, he's not playing for the beginning part portion. If I'm not mistaken, I forget Ooh, how okay. long. That's why. I, that's why I was bringing up the Pittman question earlier. Yeah, I mean, where I got. I I was wondering starting. That's why I didn't know Wentz was playing. Yeah, he. Well, I I got I got uh, Seahawks winning this one. Um, I think it's going to be a dog fight. I don't think they're going to win by you know a landslide, but um, I got I got Seahawks winning this one. And Ju. Uh, I mean, I, I would have – I just have more faith in Russell than I do in Carson, um, mm-hmm. especially Carson, new system, uh, and then not that many weapons. I, no. it's, it's, it's not like It's not like they got firepower out there for him to work with. It's like right. you got Jonathan Taylor. I think Marlon Max backing him up. Right. Um, and – Receivers, oh, number one is Pittman. I'm, yeah. I, I'm a rookie. Or a, a rookie a, a, no, no, two years, second year. And who else? Second year? Okay. Yeah, who else? Rick, Paris Pittman, Campbell. Is Paris, he Paris Campbell? Campbell's hurt too. He's hurt too. Oh, Mike. See, you know what I'm Zach, saying? It's just, Zach Pascal's not doing it for you? It, nah, nah, <laughs> not, not, not. No. You know what I'm saying? He's not, he's not hitting it. He's not ring. You know what I mean? Like, I've heard of him, of course, but yeah. like these guys, these guys don't. These guys don't stand out to me. I mean, granted, yeah. anyone anyone can get it done, you know, with the right execution. It's just I haven't seen it, so I can't trust it. Um, right. The defensive side of the ball, I'm, I think the Colts have a, you know, pretty solid defense, like Darius Leonard on the other side. And, yeah. you know, they got a couple pieces over there. Um, I forget the D-back they have. They have a crazy D-back yeah, over Rock there. Young Buckner's Sam. a monster. Oh? Buckner, Buckner's a DN. Rocky Sam is their cornerback. Or that, that's probably I, I one of feel, the best corners, I think. I, Who's your other corner? I thought they had a safety that no. they still got a Xavier the Rhodes is still there. The guy from the guy from Ohio State. Uh, he's lost. Uh, Malik, no, yeah, Malik Hooker. He's, he's gone. On the Cowboys he was, now. He's on the Cowboys now. He he, oh, he had a, he had a rough him. run. He had a rough run. Yeah, he had a rough run in Indy with injuries and shit. Yeah, he's I loved him coming though. out. Yeah, he's I liked him coming dog, out. He was man. he was a he was a sideline to sideline kind of safety, yes. kind of like the center fielder that I always yes, wanted. Bro. But he yes. he didn't he hasn't done that much in the NFL. He went to Ohio State. Yeah, yeah, and then he got injured fairly early, and he kind of just fell off. And right, that's right, how he right. ended up ended up with you guys. Like he yeah. was a huge prospect coming out of school. I remember he was. Nah, like he was big time. Big, he was, he was big a first time. round pick, I believe. Yeah, yeah I think I think they were saying I think they were saying he might have been the best DB in the draft. Mm-hmm. There was arguments. That was a Jamal Adams draft, I think. Yeah, he was. He might yep. have been one of the best DBs in that in that draft class. 
He was, yeah. He de- yeah, he was a first round pick, but he definitely fall, fell off. Yeah, but for sure. Uh, all, right, all right, gentlemen, I got I got to drop. It was good talking to all of you. I guess yeah, I'll go, Ev, uh, take care. Jets, man. Jets money line. I'll take the Denver. Yeah, always a pleasure. Come come back on whenever you get a chance. Uh, if you better not say anything that bad against the Jets, if I listen back and make sure we sound all right. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, care, Evan, it was good talking to you, bro. Stay safe, man. Hey, take care, man. You too. Thanks, right. Evan. Have fun. Right, but so we'll touch on the Jets game a little bit. Mince, if you want, if you have to, if you want to get ready for the game, you're more than welcome to go or stay, whatever you want to do. We're just gonna do Jets, Giants, and then probably bounce. Unless you guys want to talk to maybe right. KC, Cleveland. I got, I, I got five minutes. Seven fifty-five. Okay. I'm out of here. I gotta get for that okay. TV. I feel you. Don't worry. You don't have to blame me. So we'll go in with the Jets. Jay. I mean, I know me and you feel a little similar on the Jets with Wilson, but you can open the floor as our resident Jet fan now. I mean. I again, I, I, I'm gave sure. On Jet, yeah, on Jets, I, yeah, yeah. I gave my points last week, but at the same time, it's it's. I just want to see, I, I want to see progress, man. I want to see, I want to see a change in culture. I want to. Mm-hmm. These are just these. These are not huge things. These are not. I'm not looking for a Super Bowl. I'm not looking for the playoffs. I'm looking for progress, man. Because right. the Jets have been stuck in such a. It's, it's such a, a plateau of like and a and a, a descending Idiocrity. yeah like a like a descending <laughs> yeah. plateau like the plateau keeps dropping <laughs> levels yeah. like and it's like you ever seen like the animation of people like when they're in the house and they're falling through floors and just keep yeah, falling yeah, through yeah, levels yeah, yeah. and levels that's yeah. what i feel like the jets have been doing for forever you just keep starting at the top and then you just fall through a level and then you fall through and then eventually you're in the basement you know what i'm saying right. and, that's, and then that's, they find a new basement sometimes. right right and then it's like you know what oh they got through the foundation and now they're even underground and it's like yo i didn't think that that was possible how did we get here and you know, for so for me, I just want to see. I want to see a change in culture. I want to see a fight. I want to see yeah. guys. I want to see guys fight until the clock says zero 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 four. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fourth quarter triple zeros. And yeah, Mint. Uh, just to tell you what Jaron said about. Uh, he said he. I know you would probably get behind this. Salah's kind of guy that we, as all football players in the past, we get behind. You know, he's kind of like that culture more so than Adam Gase. And yeah. that's why I think the Jets finally made at least. In one of their big decisions they made this offseason, I think they finally made the right one with Salah. And I think so too. You know, like you, you see a coach outside running stairs in the pouring rain before a preseason game. That's a coach you want to kind of get behind. Yeah, I, yeah. I see. I see him popping blood vessels in his forehead, yelling because he's so hyped, and you know, like that's just that's just energy, passion, and he does it that, in a constructive that, way. Like he's not. He never. You never really see him like he's. You see even how he talks. He's very articulate. And he's very yeah. calm. And he's very nicely spoken. He's he, I don't think he curses if I'm not mistaken, or something like something no, as he's crazy very, as he's very he's very well spoken, man. But at the same time, he's got a fire and like yeah. and that but he has, fire, he's able to challenge it, channel it. Right. Yeah, I agree. Right. I agree. I like to say you know I, hey man, I, I mean the the Jets story has been the same story for the last 15, 20 years. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they really had much change, but I like this, I like I like Zach Wilson, yo. I I will say I, I don't. Okay, I yo, do. Mince, Mince, let me ask you something. At that mm-hmm. pick, at that pick, right? You got all those players there. Only one player went off the board, right? Obviously, best player in the draft, whatever. Mm-hmm. You you have to pick at two. Why do you not? Why why would you not go Justin Fields? <sighs> you know what, bro? 
And I said the same thing. If I would have took just to me personally, I think he was, I think he got, I think he was the most underrated player in that draft. And for him, for him to fall to Chicago is just, I I couldn't even believe it, bro. Obviously you got to go Trevor Lawrence. I mean, right. You you got to go Trevor Lawrence. But I mean, if, 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 if you're looking, if you're looking about at, at what those players had in production wise, you cannot say that Justin Fields wasn't on the same level of production as Trevor Lawrence, bro. And right, and I've been right. saying on this podcast for a long time that Justin Fields has been <laughs> number two to Trevor Lawrence in every aspect. They went to the every same, aspect, they, bro. They were the he was the number two recruit. He was the number two. He, well, he was the number two prospect or whatever. And they were and they were like mile a couple miles apart. They were both from Georgia, if I'm not mistaken, growing up. Right. And. Right. And Fields has dealt with a lot of adversity it, in his career, going from a Georgia lot of to to Ohio State. And I think the Ohio State, like the Ohio State quarterbacks that came out, was the only reason he fell. And I think it's so stupid. Yeah, bro. And and I think I think I think going back to when uh, you know Joe Burrow was at LSU, you know what I'm saying? And obviously, Joe Burrow was the number one pick, and then you have and right after him, you had Trevor Lawrence. You know, the next year. So I think Justin Fields was like, you know, kind of like thrown under the rug, like, oh, yeah, he's not that good like Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow. But I tell you what, man, for a guy to go to Georgia and then just go straight to Ohio State and go and put up numbers in the Big Ten like that. That's what did it for me, man. Competition level. Who you play week in, week out. Who's BYU play compared to Ohio? Thank you. Compared to Ohio State. Ohio State plays a tough team every single week, man. Right, right. And you you and going deep and playing these the best teams in the country by getting to the playoff and all of this. And it's like what, and BYU has done none of that. And, none of that, bro. And aren't they independent? They don't. They haven't. They don't even win their conference. They don't even. They don't even win their conference every year. So it's like, mm. it's like, yo, Ohio State is arguably a top five team every year. year top year. five yeah. team year in year in, out year every out. single year for as yeah. long as I can remember. Yeah. And, and it's and it's like, how do you how do you downplay that when it comes to when it when it comes to drafting players it's like he's playing the best competition he's playing you know he's always playing at the highest level of you know the, they're playing at the same level right division one mm-hmm. football but mm-hmm. there there's levels to division there's levels one football. to division one football yeah absolutely, and he's 100%. playing at, and he played at the top level of division one football and had to wait till what excelled. and it's right and not even just played excelled you know what i'm saying and like right like, look at Justin Fields' record. You know what I'm saying? It's he don't lose. He doesn't he, lose. He he's doesn't a winner. Lo- he's a winner, man. And he's a you winner. Know, you can accredit the system, of course, and, you know, whatever. But at the same time, he, he has numbers to back it up. So I just thought that, for me, it was always, you know. And another thing, the way that the, the quarterback position is being transitioned is yes. being transitioned to the mobile guy more yes. so now more than ever, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, Vic came out. Yeah, there was guys before him like Randall Cunningham or whatever. But... I think Lamar was a big thing in oh. that because 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 yeah. only to the aspect that he was doubted big time. Like there were there was talks about moving him to wide receiver, and then he came in yeah. and did well, what he did. Back. And yeah, yeah, they were talking about doing that. And there was even his first year when he was splitting time with Flacco. He was he couldn't break a hundred yards passing like me. I know. Tom was betting under his unders and passing all the time, and I and we were winning off it. 
but then he 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 gave him credit to him. He put in the work and he really set the groundwork. He did. Where I think that he started did. transitioning because I mean even Aaron Rodgers is mobile, more mobile, but he's still a pocket passer. I think we talked about a couple episodes ago, but there's right. there's a place for these mobile guys. Like Josh Allen is wouldn't be in the NFL if there wasn't a place for mobile guys. And right. look how good he is because he's gotten time to develop the throwing aspects. And of and, and I know Field can do it. Fields can do it with his legs too. Yeah, let me can. get let me let me get a pick from Mince because I know he's about to bounce because the game is getting underway pretty soon. And then we're gonna uh, close it up between right. it's Jets and Carolina and oh man Car- I'm going, in Carolina with Sam uh, Darnold versus successor. Uh, you know I'm 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 probably gonna go, I'm gonna go with Carolina or just off the simple fact I just don't have any. I just don't have any faith in the Jets, man. They haven't they haven't said anything to me to be like, you know what? This is a turning port in the in the franchise. They're Understood. they're going yep. in the right direction. You know, I think they're I think, you know, mediocrity is still gonna be their MO and 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 I feel like, you know, you know, hey, Carolina, they lost they lost players, but hey, they they still show up and I they got more grit and more fight than probably the Jets will. So I'm going Carolina, not by not by much. Maybe by uh, I don't. Maybe maybe by like maybe by six. Yeah, I don't see them blowing us out. Definitely don't see them blowing us out. But I think they are the better team. Real yeah. quick, um, what was I about to say before I get you out of here, Mints? Let me just mm-hmm. uh, Giants game. No, no, no. I'm gonna let Mincy go and watch. But uh, Jared, Jared, you want to give a shout out to your IG or anything where people can find you and just a little bit. Uh, I know you compete nowadays. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. Hey, I want to give a shout out to my Instagram. My Instagram is D-E-R-A-J is my name backwards with two underscores. And uh, shout out to uh, BGF Fitness, man. It's a company that I just started up. Um, I had my first uh, you know, bodybuilding competition this June. Um, I did pretty well, man. Out of 20, I came in eighth place uh, and only been in the in the sport for about, at that time, about six, seven months. So All, all um, natural? All, all natural. natural. Yes, all sir. Natural, yes, all sir. Mintz is a unit now. He used to be like no, I remember, back I, in high school. I, I, I remember him being – I remember him being, you know, pretty, pretty solid. So I can only imagine, bro. I had a homie and, you know, I was kind of, you know, crazy into it back in the day. I can only imagine, bro. Can only imagine, yeah. man. Yeah, I know, yeah, man. I know Mintz's uh, work ethic and, you know. It, how it, how it, much it, you weigh, bro? What, what weight were you doing it at? Man, I, I showed up. While I was, I, the, it's to be honest, true story, right? The heaviest I was was about maybe like four weeks, five weeks before my show. I was mm-hmm. 167 pounds, the most I've ever weighed in my life. Ryan okay. will tell you. Okay. Yeah. I came I came into uh, the show about 162. Ooh. And I shredded. Shredded. Yeah, bro. It's the best. It's probably the best I ever felt. And like people, honestly, I walk around and they'd be like, yo, you got to be like 180, 190. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm buck 60 soaking wet like <laughs> you know, i would have never guessed that Vince. i would have yeah, never bro, guessed I've, that you look never big like bro, I, I've never when i first been, saw it i was like holy uh-huh. shit <laughs> I've never been i've never been heavier over than uh 165 167 that's probably the best that i've ever i've ever did but um yeah man i just want to uh i appreciate you know coming on the show and and y'all giving me the support and letting me uh you know shout out my brand and just talk sports Yo, with you I guys gotta, I, I gotta check you out man definitely yeah, no, check you out bro you're hey, a big supporter bro. of us man so we appreciate you and you know of course, we want to see each other both grow for sure and 
we'll definitely have you on again at some point whenever the Cowboys are in news. Um, hey, Cowboys, Cow- Cowboys, Cowboys, Giants. Yeah, we'll oh. probably have you. Yeah, we'll definitely have to have you oh. on the Cowboys, Giants. We got two weeks. I don't know if I'm going to be thrilled to talk to you about it, though. But uh, uh, we, uh, right, we might have some different opinions by week three, four. Okay. Thanks. All right. Thanks, thanks man. All right, bro. Hey, I appreciate everything, man. I, uh, y'all be safe. and uh, Yo, be take safe. Care. Take care, bro. You we'll too. Talk to you soon, man. Thank you. All right. And then there were two, Jay. And then uh, there were two, bro. And then there were two. What would you – where we want to go giant? You want to make your pick on the game of the week? I mean, we didn't even talk about uh, Kansas City, Cleveland. I mean, we were running long. I'm going to get shit, but I don't care. I, I think the podcast is fine when it runs long. They're like, oh, it, God, da, da, da. I think if people want to tune out, they would have tuned out by now. I'm, I'm so telling you, I, I, I'm telling you, bro. It's it, it's not a it's not a bad thing. You won't have to worry about this for much longer. I'm telling you, I'm get you set up nice and right. Um, but uh, that was my game. To be honest, I, I feel like it's the obvious pick. No one else, um, no one else, you know, felt the need. But I feel like it's a game definitely worth talking about. Uh. Chiefs Browns um storylines in that for me uh of course you know your boy Odell coming mm-hmm. back um, I think he has a big year Jay I, I I have him on one of my fantasy teams bro I I, I have some faith in him and I have him that, on and, my dynasty still in the and and, and the fact that I got him in like the 10th round or something like that was just absurd to me that's what that's what I'm saying especially when you see the names he's around like yeah it's just it's it's hard for me bro because when I look oh, at Odell, Odell is still man, a good wide out it's just hell uh, Odell is if Odell stays on the field man Odell is bro top 5 top 5 yeah and he's healthy it, yeah it, if he's, it, if he's it, the it, same Odell that he was it, I mean he did struggle scary. early on in Cleveland but I think that was just Plus, he, plus, used to it, but I think plus he's he has a now. he has another he has another year, bro. He has another year with his quarterback. So there's more rapport. You, you know, there's, there's a, a stronger relationship there. At least one would hope, you know, for both for both parties because it's gonna be good for Baker too, man. You you know Baker likes to let it fly a couple of times, and if he has OBJ back there, you know Odell can go get it, man. From no matter where it is, it don't matter where it just just put it in between in between the sidelines. And Baker's playing for that Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, right. Lamar that, Jackson that, that, kind of that, extension. Because those that are two was, guys that were in his draft that went later than Right. That was my next point is that this is the contract year for him. So, you know, Baker's put up or gonna, shut up. Yeah, right. Baker, this is now you were you were the number you were the number one draft pick. And, you know, are you gonna continue because you have a lot of hype behind you and had a lot of hype behind you entering in is can you carry that momentum forward and then take it to the next level? And that's and that's a you know a tough transition for a lot of guys. You see it happen all the time. The studs stand out in college. You get to the you get to the NFL. It doesn't translate. And yeah. it's, it's just it's just the levels, man. And it's like, can you take that next step? Can you keep going? Can you keep going forward? Because you as uh, Min said before, Josh Allen still progressing, still getting better. For, uh, same draft. Um, uh, Sam, Sam Darnold. I think. I mean, well, I think he. He's, and, but but this is that year yeah. where we get to see and we get to actually we'll judge get an him. answer on Sam Darnold for sure. Right, now. right. And now if Sam Darnold lights it up, okay, the Jets probably should have held on to him and they drafted him right, and you know whatever the case may be, um, because I don't know, I I I don't know if I. 
I don't know if I remember correct, but like I don't remember Sam Darnold having anything too crazy out at USC when he was there. Maybe Juju for a year, maybe. But nah, I mean, I think I, they had Pittman. I don't think I think those are all past. I think Pittman was way Pittman was definitely past him. But I mean, I I know the one year they had that amazing Rose Bowl with uh, Penn State. It was like probably one of the best games yeah. ever watched. Oh my God, what a game! Bro. They they end up winning it. I lost hella money on it. I'm not gonna. Re- not going to try and bring up that bad memory, but right. I mean, yeah, he, the jets didn't give him anything. And I think this is like you as a quarterback, as a guy who's on his second team. Now you can't ask for a better setup than having oh. to play your old team and it being the jets, no offense. And with a rookie quarterback, your successor, I yep. mean, and then you get, argu- the argu- you, you get, something. you get arguably one, arguably the best running back in football. Yeah. Um, and, the and the the best two way running back in football currently. Yep. Um, You're not gonna argue hear an argument from me as much as I want to. I, I hey man, and you know what I'm saying. Look, it, he he if he keeps doing it, we can have that conversation again, and it could be closer than what it is. But currently, yeah. I, I I sit it I sit it at the top. The top two for me are him are CMC and, and Kamara. Um, yeah, me too. Or Dalvin's and then Dalvin, I would say three, just because you know, when you think about all around guys, it's and and but you know, all Saquon has to do is have the year that we know Saquon can have, and then, and then he's right, you're, and, there, and then yeah. you're and then you're talking about him and McCaffrey again. Well, let's let's pick this game real quick and then we can. Uh, what is it? Uh, it's uh, four. And, the line I got, I, I'm we're going off a CBS poll, so we have okay. we're going to do it to keep track. I'm going to add you to that because you're going to be, we're, you guys, listeners, you're going to be hearing a lot more of Jaron moving forward. Um, but uh, yeah, so the line is it goes off a of Monday line. Oh, you're going to keep track of you're, you're going to keep track of records. Yeah, we're going to have picks? a C, we're going to have a CBS poll. I invite you to that after, but it's minus okay. four and a half on. Minus four and a half, which way? The Carolina, because they are home. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I had I had originally seen I thought that that line opened at three. Um I think it I think it opened up I, a little I, closer to three, yeah. I, I right. That's what I think I think it opened up at two and a half, three. The 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 fact that it's already that it's already up to uh that it's already up to four and a half now. Just tells me that, um, educated you know, money is where that they're right. That you yeah. know, obviously, there's a lot of money probably being filtered into Carolina. Huh. Um, um, that being said, I I think that I think that the opening lines are usually the ones that are the most messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think your boy Hitman probably attests to that too. I think he's big yeah. on. I think he's That's huge on. Line, uh, yeah, I, I, I think I think he's all about CLV. So, um, what's CLV? Uh, something line movement. I forget what it okay. is. It's, it's it's something like corrected or something like that. I forget. Line, it okay. But it's line okay. movement, and it's okay. and it yeah, and it's does, it, that's all it, down it, his alley. Yeah, he's big on that, and um, and just from you know just from that, I I feel like I feel like three points. I feel like giving the Jets three points. Well, basically, it's giving Carolina just a home field advantage and making it neutral with three. Yeah. Um, I I think it's a pretty even game. I I I think that there's I think that just from the past, people have the Jets as you know a bottom of the barrel team. 
I think but that, that that can't be the statement of them right now because we don't know what the quarterback uh, uh, is, and that's uh, uh, a determining factor. Right, and I just not knowing. I don't think you can. I don't think you can put a team or sell a team short just just without knowing. Um, and I think that there's a lot of different things and a lot of different major pieces now that the that the Jets have been lacking a long time. Like you know, coach haven't had a good one since Herm Edwards, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, and, Rex Ryan wasn't terrible, but no, and no, yeah. Rex Rex wasn't terrible, but I mean, at the same time, I feel like these guys just have this fire about them that yeah. it's so easy to rally behind them, and it's like even still, when Herm Edwards talks as an analyst, bro, it's easy to get behind him just with the energy that he carries. So you know, I think that that's a major part to it. I think that on the defensive side of the ball, which is something that the Jets have been so lacking on, even with Jamal Adams, that. I think it's as a unit they're going to they're going to come come together, you know. Injuries have been a huge thing for the Jets too. Like that's a that's a getting CJ back is huge. I just I don't think I don't think that Carolina's that much better. I don't see their I don't see their defense as being, you know, lights out to where that they can stop the Jets, which I feel like are are capable of moving the ball. I don't know that they are, but I feel like there's a chance. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen enough of Zach Wilson, and I I think that there's always that chance, man. Because any given Sunday, bro, that that I've always been by that. Any given Sunday, it's it, it doesn't matter, you know, whatever the case may be on paper. It's just when they when they strap up and they get on the field on Sunday, it, it it's different. It's just a different energy. It's a different different vibe. Um. I'm hoping the Jets keep it close. I, you know, my heart would 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 tell me to, you know, take the Jets plus four yeah. and a half. I think passing that power number of three uh, means that we're looking at a close game potentially. And if it's going to be that close, then I I would I would take the Jets with the four and a half points. Um, but the the realistic side of me. You know, says Carolina wins this game. Uh, I I forget what I said for the prediction on my score. The more I think about it, man, the more it just it, it bleeds twenty seven twenty four Carolina to me. Twenty seven twenty four. So you got the I, Jets covering. Yes, yes, I do. I have them covering. I have them covering now. I think if you if you got on Carolina minus three early, I think ba- maybe you push. See, the thing with me in this game is what I keep saying is what what I keep feeling or thinking is basically what you said. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. And I thought Darnold had a chance to be better than Baker. If given the right tools, I thought he would have been the better pick at the time. I mean, I did like Lamar Jackson later around. I'm not going to say I was saying Lamar is going to be the best one or Josh Allen, but Sam Darnold was somewhat of my guy kind of going in and we haven't really seen an answer for him. And it kind of, I think you can't ask for better weapons of a guy he's played with in Robbie Anderson being his number two. Now DJ Moore, CMC. I mean, comparison to where he was with the jets. I think we're going to see a good game from Darnold. I think. Do you think DJ Moore is the number one over there? I mean, he's supposed to be, but I think I think Rob, we're going to see a big tick from Robbie Anderson. I like Robbie Anderson a lot this I, year. I I mean, obviously outside of McCaffrey, who yeah. you know we know who's healthy. It's his own. 
yeah, who 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 with healthy, I'm sure he you know leads them in rece- in receptions. Um, I don't know if he re- will. You think he'll lead them in receptions? I I mean to be honest, knowing how how much Sam loves Robbie, I know Robbie pending if Sam can get it to him and Robbie can get get his hands on it. You know, I'm I'm sure you know. He'll put up some numbers. I I can almost guarantee you, Robbie will put up numbers, and he'll probably end up being the number one at the end of at the end of the year. Um, but it's I'm gonna it's tough, man. It's tough. I know. I'm Sam, just gonna, Sam hasn't done Sam hasn't done much either. I'm just gonna go off my resident Zach Wilson hate and get hate and take Carolina minus four and a half. I don't know if I'm gonna bet it. I might try and play with the line a little bit. I don't see the Jets winning this game, but they're see both. Losing, they're you both, see him losing by like a touchdown, right? I do. I don't. I don't even think it's gonna be close. If I if it's a game I'm projecting, it's what I think of Zach. Oh Wilson. really? But Damn. I mean, he's definitely proved me a little wrong in the preseason, but I'm gonna go Carolina. I'm, I'm gonna take, give the four and a half. I don't have much tape to look at of him because, I, like I said, I'm not really one yeah. to get to get amped over the preseason at all. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? It, but when I, from now what I did, now you for, get answers, though. right? From from what I did see of of Zach Wilson, it, in, especially in the Green Bay game, like I said, it was my fantasy football draft, and we just had to happen have happen to have it on in the background. Um, he looks good. He looks good. He did look good. He did look good in his um, short preseason. I know, albeit against number twos and threes for the most part, but he right, did look good. Right, and and he's he's for 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 me the thing for me was is when you look at it, I always look at I think completion percentage is a huge factor in a in a quarterback stat line that it doesn't get enough credit. I think that if you can just complete passes, I think you you should have a job. Period. In the NFL. You just, I think you're just really asking for the guy to be competent. I don't even think you're asking right. for it. Right. I'm not, fans, a, you just want I'm not asking for Peyton, Peyton Manning. I'm not asking for Tom for Brady. Mahomes I'm not, or yeah, Josh I'm not, Allen even. Of right. I'm, I'm just asking for – I'm asking for a uh, – damn, I don't even I don't even have a real good comparison. Uh, 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 maybe a better uh, – a, a less – uh, maybe a, a less loose Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe that's what I want. Maybe you know a less wild, a, a more conservative Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, maybe even, bro. I'll take Matt Ryan. If Matt Zach Ryan's, Wilson, if yeah. if Zach Wilson can amount to Matt Ryan, I think I think that's I think he's you know exceeding we'll expectations. Yeah, for sure. Because then at that point. Matt Ryan, what what Matt Ryan needed, man, was uh, I I don't know. I think I, I it's it's also tough with him because I think it's a mental thing a little bit with Matt Ryan, um, but also I think it's bad coaching like decision making or or positioning for him. I don't I don't think they put him in the best spots always. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I I, 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 gotta, I, gotta go I, with that. I just want to get Matt Ryan's it. a solid. Matt Ryan's a solid quarterback that gets underrated a lot, but I just want a game manager, bro. Legit, that's really what I. You know who I want? I want an Alex Smith. That's mm-hmm. what I want. You want? I think you want someone competent while the rest of the team gets built. Because, like, I was talking to Jimmy today. Marcus May. They the media asked him about his. And he put the emoji like smacking his head when Sam got turn. Uh, Sam got uh traded. traded. Yeah. And, and they media asked him today, and Chewy said he's not going to be around for a long time. And the Jets don't keep talent. Like, they haven't – like, 
it's, had, it, who, it, when was the last good jet that's had a be, second contract? Be, just because it's a very prideful organization when we're in no position to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, the the upper. I feel like the uppers in the in the organization are a little bit too too prideful, and that's because they've been there for forever. And you know, you can't really tell them nothing. But if you look at it from an overall perspective, there needs to be a lot. There a, a lot needs to change. A lot needs to change. Yeah. I would I would really prefer if Woody Johnson and like the just step down. That's what I. That's what I would prefer. Uh, yeah. Cohen to come by. I, I mean, millions. to be honest, he's probably going to own the Jets until he passes. But yeah. Uh, but, but I. It, it. There's a lot that, that that goes into that, and it's they. They just. They don't want to. They don't want to. They don't want to compromise and you know, put things aside for for the greater good, man. Because we've let go a lot of a lot of great players, and all of my favorite players as of recently are are gone. Mm-hmm. And and performing elsewhere, you know, it's Jamal, Robbie, and you know, it's just yeah. these are these are these are good guys. These these are guys that can perform and have performed for the Jets. Mm-hmm. Well, but it's also see. it's also hard because there's no there's no in what do you call it? There's no there's no culture to want to stay. Well, so, that's where they that's where they got the guy Salah. That's where yeah. we got Salah, and that's what what we if we what we've been saying about him turns out to be the case then you guys are in good good position to start with good at least you have a foundation now same with judge same thing Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying very easy very easy to get behind now can you just put your guys in the right place to execute you know yep it comes down to execution and i mean at the end of the day they're all nfl players and right they're they're all all the top they they are the cream of the crop but they're they're even better at that they're the top caliber players in the world. We all know this. If you're in the NFL, you're one of the best players in the world, period. Let's get to uh, the Giants and and Denver, and then we can close out. Do we give okay. Chiefs, do we give Chiefs uh, Browns picks? It's six and a half for the Chiefs, I think. I, I t- I, I, just to be quick, I'd take Kansas City. Yeah, I'll be quick, um, too. I don't think – I mean, I think I, the Browns – I think the Browns uh, later defense, on. This is I think the Brown game. the Browns defense is the X factor in this game. If Browns defense can rattle up or get in the face of Mahomes, you know, maybe make a play or two. You know, it it they they cover. I feel like, but if Mahomes just does what Mahomes does, what he normally does, this is Chiefs run away with this. I think the Chiefs run away just because I think they got better. Um, what you gonna call it? Better offense. They got a better offensive line. They just addressed their weaknesses. So I'm gonna go with Chiefs. If this is later, I think the six and a half weighs a little more for me, and I go with the. I may consider the Browns. I don't think I ever really bet against the Chiefs, but we'll move into the the other clown show in MetLife with who's actually gonna be at MetLife, giving a point and a half to Denver, who we've on this podcast said is probably a top five roster without the quarterback, but they don't have, they have Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, the giants, you go out and spend all that money. You're at home, you know, it's year two of a regime. You're three of a quarterback. You're getting Saquon back. You got some offensive weapons. You got added some new offensive weapons. Defense was good. You got to win this game. I'm going to take the giants plus one and a half. You got to win this game. And it's just going to come down to their offensive line. If they can hold up against these pass rushers. And I know they have some tough pass rushers coming up throughout this year. And that's going to be the question mark for the Giants all year. Them and Daniel Jones, as far as they go, this team might be able to make a little noise. I don't expect – I think they're ways off from 
being competitive for a Super Bowl, but they can compete for a wild card spot right now, I see. And this game's gonna they got they got their guys back for the most part. I don't think Evan Ingram's gonna play. But I'm gonna go with the Giants plus one and a half to keep it uh short and sweet. And then we can recap it when we get back. And this is Giants, this is Giants Broncos, correct? Yep. Okay. I mean, I feel like these are pretty two pretty level teams. Um when it Giants comes down, home. when it comes down to it, I, I like the Giants just for home field advantage. I, I've been I've been to the stadium. I know what time it is in there. It's they they it they, we're we're gonna get crazy. Everyone in this area has been you know fiending to get to a game, and you know it it's well, gonna it's gonna be it's it's gonna be crazy in there. And I just I don't see the Broncos overcoming that. I, I hope that's the case, man. Darryl Paint I, likes I, to paint me as a hater and I want to root for this team to win. I'm just tired of losing. And I can only imagine if I was a Jet fan or something, you know, where I didn't even see any success and be stressful. Like, uh, it's It's been too long for a team that wants to self-proof be these, like they want to keep acting like they're the best organization, all this and all that. Win some fucking games now. It's t- enough's enough. Enough for the bullshit. I can't wait till Gettleman's gone. Hopefully he proves me wrong and they're in the playoffs this year and he comes back, but I don't even know if I hope that because he's just a terrible, terrible GM. But I am rooting for him. I want to see him win. I hope they win week one. I will bet them probably. And I just hope I don't have another miserable season of football when it comes to watching them because I still can watch football and love it even when they suck because that's how good football is. Right. Um. Just one thing, one thing I wanted to say. Uh, can I just give you uh, my 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 lock of the week? Yeah. Um, the and I mean it's a it's a it's a rough piece. You're obviously gonna have to put something with it. Um, when it uh when it comes down to it, just because yeah, because you're gonna have to move it, the money. You're right. Okay. Right. Uh, but my my um my lock is uh Chiefs money line actually. I, I think you're gonna have to throw that with something. Um, to be honest, if you look, if, if with looking around, I like uh, I like Chiefs, maybe Seahawks. I As like I, I like San Francisco if you're teasing. Uh, okay. I mean, against or Detroit, you, or, or if you want to just do a two money line piece, Chiefs, Forty ers I like that yeah. a lot. That ain't um, bad. It's probably gonna be minus one thirty or so, something around there. Um, right, but I do, I, I do like that, uh, a lot, actually, now that you say that, I didn't even think, I didn't know the 49ers are playing the Lions. I know, I know I was talking to Tom, and he said, uh, he likes Tampa Bay as a big teaser, but someone else in the gambling world that we both know said, who is a Detroit Lions fan said San Francisco is a great teasing, uh, team this week, because I mean, it's always key if you can move it right up, if you're right above seven to move it down through two key numbers or if you're right by under three to move it up to no, two key numbers. That's the big goal of teasing always. I mean, right. I, for sure. Or I, or to be honest for me too, I even like chiefs Packers. If, 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 if you, you want to get a little plus money action there. Right. Right. Because I like, that, it, the, those are, those are two good ones that I, that I see, you know, I see winning for sure. I think early on, especially in football, it's a lot of feeling out because 
there out of any other sport, there's more parity in football, but there's also a couple teams that you know will be good and you know they're returning a lot of people and that's who the teams you kind of lean on early on in the season and you always got to be aware that these Vegas guys they they make millions and are paid millions to make these lines you gotta there's a reason there's a reason they're willing to take your bet because they're more often than not they're making money off you guys you just got to be careful with what you do. I mean, I mean, to be honest, the only teaser that I really looked at and that I think is a really solid one is uh, Kansas City, Green Bay, the Rams, and Cowboys. Um, and, and when I did it, uh, when I did it just getting six points, it was uh, plus 300. Yeah. And, I, and I was getting Kansas City, pick them. Green Bay plus two and a half, the Rams minus one and a half, and Dallas plus fifteen and a half. So, I mean, we're at a at a three to one on your money. I I I feel like that's a that, that's a solid four teams. Granted, yeah. granted, the, those are like those off my point. Those are teams that we just talked that kind of teams we just talked about. Teams that you know, they're like. They've been doing this for a while. You see that they they haven't taken a fall off. They don't have a major question mark right, somewhere. Right, important. right. I mean, the Niners do, but they're also playing conceivably one of the worst teams this year. The oh, for, uh, arguably, yeah, who, who, are, who arguably could be getting the first pick next year. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. I mean, of course, you know, the teaser on the other side for, you know, um, for the Buccaneers, I think that probably looks a little juicy for people too. But I also feel like, that's the trap. I think give us the Cowboys winning. I yeah. I'm heavy, I, I, I'm heavy I, on the bu- I hope that doesn't happen. I, I think it, I, I I think that's a trap. I think Bucks money line is a trap if you have it because I think that's the biggest parlay piece of the day today. 100% um, is. I I I also think that um I also think that if 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 you tease it down and they end up, you know, and it ends up being a close game. It it that, that it sucks because teasers always rely on another another piece, and if your first piece and your teasers already out, it's just like you know your bet's chalked. Yeah, um, and you can't chase at that point. That's it, where you it, get it, holes. It, right, and you, you can't take the L. It, right, and you can't chase. So for me, that's why I tease it the other way. I like Dallas with the fifteen and a half because Dallas, I don't think loses this game by two touchdowns, and then you know the over, just because you know I I, I think these teams put up points. So yeah. they both know, will de- Dallas's defense is weak and both offenses are in the and, and top 10, at least I would say these could be two top five offenses. Yeah. And just, I want to give two closing notes before we go off. I know Gus Edwards tours ACL today and Marcus Peters on back-to-back plays in Ravens practice. I mean, that's Jesus. so unfortunate, bro. That I, my, my boy, my boy texted me that, and I yeah. my jaw dropped to the ground. I was like, "That's got to be fake news, right?" Like back to back plays, no way that's a thing. But hey, man, you know wherever they're practicing at, switch facilities or something. Something, change, something, yeah, change, something. Get a new. You got people scared to come to work right now. Right, right. That's that's definitely scary. Um, and then but, the other thing I want to touch on, if you finish off your Raven point, my bad. Oh, yeah, just something with the Ravens is that now, you know, for me, I don't know about for you. Do you have Lamar in any of your leagues? Yep, I have him and Mark Andrews in a couple. Oh, I got him in. I have him and Mark Andrews in one, too. So 
I'm hoping to double bang with that. But yeah. for us, I mean, for us, this is looking real nice in terms of Lamar running game. Yeah. Just be, just because you know you know they're gonna run a lot of shotgun a, a lot of shotgun spread looks and then have him QB draw or a couple option plays out of the shotgun. They're or whatever, definitely gonna you know, utilize whatever. his legs a lot this year if they want to get where they're going. It, it right, especially if they want to keep the momentum or whatever momentum that they had from last year. I think the Ingram, the loss of Ingram is a huge hit to them, especially now. So more. They should than go ever. back and get him. They should go get him. I, I, I think I I think they should because he's still stuck out there in in the in the RBBC in in Houston. Yeah, which is they're not going to be running the ball anyway. But they got they right, probably got the right, running but they're committee at anyway. Right, they're going to be down by twenty at, at halftime every game. every game. So I mean, so I think that he's worth definitely worth a look. But I feel like any Lamar Jackson fantasy owners right now are probably like. Yeah, man. You know, our boy's gonna be getting a lot of. He's gonna be getting a lot of looks on the run side as well. Yeah. Um And you know, I I had Dobbins in a dynasty league I just started up, and he was my top back. Oh so I'm man, not not thrilled, with it, but I mean, well, I have I have other pieces that can hold me down for a while. I hope. Right. Um. But yeah, go ahead. What was your uh, and your other? My point? other point is uh, just. Uh, I guess I don't know what the word is, but. A little fair warning to potential Swift owners. I don't know exactly the story. Just kind of got leaked today, and I big Adam and innocent until proven guilty. So I'm not gonna put any accusations out there. But there was a. It started on Reddit, and about two months ago, a caller called into Philadelphia tip line, police tip line, and every city has them. But they vetted it, and there was a tip that linked. DeAndre Swift to murdering someone. It said the story was that he came, uh, he shot the guy, then realized the guy wasn't dead, and then came back and shot him. So I believe they're aware of it, but it just kind of came into the public eye today, and everyone should just keep an eye out. We'll obviously cover it more as the stories detail, and hopefully it's nothing. And it just one you just had a little quick panic on a Thursday, the opening Thursday night about when your draft picks, but. Just yeah. a little FYI for DeAndre Swift owners out there. Um, and anyone and anyone looking for, you know, a potential just backup, you know, maybe handcuffed back, I would definitely consider Jamal Williams. I mentioned that to you yep. earlier on the phone. Um, I didn't know if you were able to get him or not. Um, I I got him in one or two leagues, but I, I'm I'm gonna handcuff him for sure in the one league that I have Swift in. Right. Uh just because it's where there's smoke, sometimes there's fire, but Right. Who knows? I mean, for the best for him and for for the everyone involved. I hope he isn't involved. But with no. that being said, I mean, unless you have anything else, I'm gonna get us out. No, man. No, I just wanted to say thanks again for having me. Um, oh. I appreciate the opportunity, man. I know you don't have to. You can pick anyone in the world. So I'm just, you know, appreciative of the opportunity that it was me. No, um, we love having you. You're, you know, you know what you're you know, talking about. You're always easy to talk to. And you know you you you're a little bit more experienced than me in this thing called life, so I I do lean on you for a lot of stuff oh, at times. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you know that that's what I'm here for, man. I, I something I learned the other day is that when you look back or when people look at you, man, it's not what you did for yourself; it's what you did for others. So um, that's why I'm just out here, you know what I mean, trying to help as many people as I can. And you know, if I can help you in any way, shape, or form with this, I, I'm here, man. So. Yep, and I don't think there's any better way to end it than that. So 
with that being said, if you guys are still with us at this time, as Dario likes to say, this show sucks. Thank you again for tuning in. Uh, We had a little technical problem with the music. The music will return when Dario and Chewie get back Monday. They're going away for the weekend. Hopefully they had a safe flight. And everyone enjoy your opening night of the NFL. Go Go Jets. for me. Go go, uh, Cowboys for Jay tonight. Yeah. All right, man. I'll catch you later, bro. Thank you.